video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. And welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. I'm Jess. I have with me Craig. Good evening. And Andy. Hello. If you're new here, then hello and welcome. We are a group of Scottish gamers and we host weekly podcasts every Friday. And we also publish written game reviews over at puredeadgaming.com. The latest of which is a review of Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth by Deadbeat Punk, who you'll also find on our Pure Dead Xbox podcast at the end of the month. This week we are going to be talking about that Xbox update, PlayStation's finances, what's coming out and what we have been playing. Let's get into and it. And about Greg's. Yeah. Don't forget that. Don't, always talk about Greg's. Don't, bury the lead. don't bury the lead. We always talk about food in one way or another. We do. We fit it in Despite there. being a gaming podcast. We all love food. We do food. descend into other topics. We love food. Oh, Craig food. loves food, apart from greenery. But he does love his food. He loves his beige food. See about a beige, oh fucking put a bit of plate, bit of beige in a plate for me. Thank you very much, sir. Give me some chips. Give me some smiley faces. Give me some mashed tatty. Give me, give me I, some fish fingers. I've been much better with my my greens lately, haven't I? Plate of beige. Um, slightly better, yeah. When was it Monday? Give me some trees. Hey them. Uh, broccoli. He, he had broccoli. The on best Monday. Yeah. veg you can have, I think. Some broccoli. As, do you not like those wee trees? They're alright. You don't. How do you cook it, Jess? I just boiled them. You boil them. Mm. Mm. Would you do to fry the them? To the, no. Well, how to, to the point? Can you fry them? More to the point. Can, can, yeah, yeah, definitely. I've got a bat on them. You can you can do whatever you want with food. Make it whatever way you want. There's no wrong way. It feels like an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> There's no wrong way of doing this. You can eat that greenery whatever way you want. To eat can you it. add cheese? If it means you eat it in a way that you just eat beige, then that's your way of eating it. Because there'll be like wee bits of green at the end there somewhere. Did you see that uh, Domino's have been experimenting with cream eggs? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Did you send them an email? I cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fucking game. What are you up to? <laughs> Put your hands on the desk and release the cream egg. Mm. Uh, aye, they've just for Easter and the run up to Easter, they're doing cream egg cookies, oh, okay. and they claim there's an entire cream egg in, in every cookie. cookie. In every cookie. Many cows is that? A lot. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. Uh, fucking hell. So is it melted within the cookie? Is that how it's kind of gooey, like the? Ah, uh, it shows you thing? like inside. It just looks like the inside of a cream egg inside this cookie. Oh, it's disgusting. That sounds minging. Might have to sample it on the podcast. Of course we're going to have to sample it on the I mean, that's the thing, right? So I'm not... I haven't had a Domino's in ages. No, They're just... 
I don't know, it's a lot of money for a fucking pizza, but... Yeah, but you can get it for Asda for like three quid. Mm, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will supply... You're going to supply it? I'll supply the... Um... Pizza as well? No, no. No, no, you're not going to fill dinner here, right? <laughs> you, just watch, you literally just watch me eat a pot noodle for my dinner and you're not going to feed me? No. <laughs> I will supply... Shocking. ...these cookies for next week's podcast. We can try them right. on there. Okay. Put your hand in your pocket. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably about nine quid. No dominoes. <laughs> probably will be quite dear, actually. That's well, it's it four fucking cream eggs before uh, you even add on yeah, the, the, well, the Domino's tax. Like a pound? Probably, aye. How much did they used to be? I oh, mind, I bought 48 of them for what? like a tenner That's a couple right. of years ago. Holy fuck. Yeah. How long did they last? Not, Not enough time. I found out that was a really bad move. Jess had been at Amazon <laughs> and it was just after Easter and they were obviously trying to sell them off. Bad so they <laughs> were selling them for like 20p a cream egg and we were like, well, if we buy 48, then we'll have them for about six months. And then you never had them for long at all. Four days later. It's just mm. an empty box and filled with sadness. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was going to happen. Uh, good times. I'm here to. I'm here to talk about it though. <laughs> I love to tell the tale. Didn't kill me yet. <laughs> no. No one nearly killed me with embarrassment though. What's that? Right. So I've been watching. There's a TV show. A couple of folk at work were talking about it, and then I was also made aware of it because I heard that it was not getting renewed for a season two. Mm. And I was like, that sounds right up my alley because it's just one season I need to watch, and it's mm. fucking done. You know what I mean? That actually is like a plus for me that I'm not going to get bogged down with like eight seasons or something well, who's got a I know. well I'm not quite there yet so yeah. it's called Obliterated it's on Netflix oh, yeah, but, oh, the that. action thing I've heard it. I, that's, not get, that's not getting renewed no oh okay so I don't know I, so I looked at a couple has of reviews yes mm-hmm. it has been so I looked at some of the reviews and there was loads of folk been like everything about this I should hate it but it's just so much dumb fun. Right. Like, it's just completely over-the-top action. Oh. Um, and I was like, I can't like shit like that. Can I switch your brain off stuff? I'll check it out. And I, it's 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 really good. It's daft as fuck, though. There's like, it's so over-the-top at points. And so I was working from home today, so I was doing some of this data processing that I'm doing, and I had it on in the background. But we have a large window in our living room, mm-hmm. right? So... Picture the scene. I'm sitting on the computer processing this data, watching the screen, and it's at a point where one of the special ops guys has been captured, right? right. And the Russian that's captured them has this instrument that looks like maybe like a 12-inch needle mm-hmm. that he's going to insert up the guy's penis. Oh. And then... There's a button you can press that shoots spikes out of it oh. and automatically starts like blending oh. them. Hell. So I felt that. Mm, right? So this That's guy gets his gigantic cock out, right? And he starts pushing this thing up and you see it. Oh the frontal nudity. Yeah. So and I'm like so I mean I'm like, holy fuck, and I look to the side and there's someone just walking by the window to deliver oh, nice. a fucking Chinese takeout menu. Nice. <laughs> and she looked in the window and I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible timing. Terrible were you timing. In the middle of London? No, I was sitting right where you are. Oh, right, right. But I caught eyes with her. Yeah. And she was like, I know what you're up to. Jesus. 
It's always the worst times. So is that... Are you nearly finished it? Uh, I've got about an episode and a half to go. I would mm-hmm. honestly, I would recommend it. It's it's completely over the top. Like, so the premise is that it's this elite task force I know, who... I've, I know that. Aye, but they think that they've sort of squashed the threat and they go and have a party and they mm-hmm. get completely fucked up on drugs and then they realise that they haven't actually mm-hmm. and there's still a threat mm-hmm. and it's them trying to regroup but they're all fucked at their face and hilarity ensues. It's really good. It is really good, actually. It's well worth a watch. I don't mind watching shows that are like one season odd if, if they knew it was going to end in one and they, they resolve it. Yeah. See, when you watch one and I know it's been cancelled and it's got a cliffhanger, I'm like, why? It feels pointless. Mm. You know, it's a good show. It's like, what's the point of me investing my time mm. into something I know is going to leave it a cliffhanger and I'm going to be left going, fuck. Maybe hang fire and I'll give you the... I'll give you the go ahead next week because I don't know. I don't. It might land. It might land, finish in a cliffhanger. I know they did want to do a season two, but apparently, it, it, apparently at first I had really good, like really good ratings, and then it just sort of, but it didn't maintain long enough. And see, to be fair, see, watching it, it must have had quite a high, a high budget. Like it was high production values. Yeah, it looks it. I've seen clips of it. Yeah, but um, as long as it doesn't end in some sort of mad cliffhanger, I would definitely recommend it. Well, I'm watching the new. As Desperate Housewives. Oh, wow. Well, you're cool. Yeah. Blast from the past. Heather's got me watching it because I got her to. She, I picked the last program, which she loved. It's a program called The Newsroom. It's really, really good. Okay. Um, and, uh, Is Desperate Housewives not got about 50 seasons? It's seven. It's about oh, 127 so. episodes or something. 23, 23 episodes a season, seven seasons. Submission. Yep. So it's an investment of time. Right. But I'll be honest with you, two, two episodes in. I was like, I was in. Was it Gardner John that did it for you? Oh, yeah, Jesse Metcalf. Yes. Aye. Even I was like, like, fucking on the screen. I thought this was a guy. Uh, Jesse Metcalf. Is Jesse Metcalf a guy? Jesse Metcalf. Oh, yes, I do remember who that is, actually. He was in that film. John Tucker must die. That's it. No, we watched, I know, but we were in a gaming film we watched. Was he not in the Dead Rising film? Was in a gaming film we watched. Oh, I, I was thinking it was a girl there at first. I'm sure it was the Dead Rising film. Sorry, anyway, continue. But even I, like, I was recognising, I was going, oh, that's Jason Metcalf. And I was like, oh, that's Terry Hatcher. And I was like, oh, there's, uh, what's her name? Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. Uh, and she's like, how, how do you know these fuck? I'm like, I just know shit. I just know programmes and films. Even like seeing my a pal at work, he was sitting doing a quiz with me, like right end at night. And uh, they just kept on going until I got a question wrong. I got to like 32, just like question after question after about movies and stuff like that. <laughs> who, who started on it? I'm like, just Al Pacino. And who, <laughs> what year was it? 1989. You know what I mean? Just like bang, bang, bang. Look, my knowledge for movies is fucking spot on. If you asked me what you did last week, hoofed. I wouldn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> Do not. <laughs> It was Dead Rising that Jesse Mack made that, was it? Nah, just, to I thought confirm, that. just to confirm. There's, there's me, I've got one. <laughs> did, you, did you watch that? Desperate Housewives, yeah, when it came out. I don't know if I stuck it out till season seven right enough, but yeah, I did watch it. You weren't that desperate. Mm. Hilarious. The fucking daggers that I got there for that great bit of comedy. So what you're watching, Jess, just you might as well add in what you're watching in there. Um, 
I don't watch anything separately from you usually. Do. Oh. So whatever we are watching, the blacklist. We've got four episodes of the blacklist. the blacklist. Yeah. We've got four episodes left. Okay. Okay, moving on to this week's biggest releases. Um, so there's not a huge amount this week has to be said or anything major. Um, but I'll run through what we have coming out. So. Okay, so we have Stranger Things coming to VR. So arguably, I suppose, one of Netflix's biggest IPs um, is now going to be in VR. From 22nd, it's come to MetaQuest. Don't really know what entails. I've not watched the series, so I don't know. You watched any of it? Nah. Hmm. I've watched everything bar the latest season, hmm. and I enjoyed it. But So when I saw this was coming to VR, I thought, oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. doesn't look cool, though. Hmm. It's... What is what is the other world called? The upside down. The upside down. Tell me that. Right. It's been that long. It's been like three years since I watched the last season of it or whatever. But um, I it looks like the whole gameplay is you in the upside down trying to fight monsters, and it just didn't mm. seem that compelling at all. Like I don't know. I would want to like be going around the the world like meeting the characters from the show yeah. and stuff like that but this just seemed more like I don't know I don't know I, 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 maybe it'll be good it didn't seem aye it seemed Stranger Things more in name than anything else mm-hmm. uh, we also have on February 22nd Pacific Drive on PS5 and PC so this is a first person driving survival game with your car as your only companion, so you have to navigate a surreal reimagining of the Pacific Northwest and face supernatural dangers as you venture into the Olympic Olympic excursion zone. And each each excursion into the wilderness brings unique and strange challenges as you restore and upgrade your car from an abandoned garage that acts as your home base. And then you've got to gather resources and investigate what's been left behind in the zone, unravel a long forgotten mystery. Well learning exactly what it takes to survive this unpredictable, hostile environment. I forgot to talk about this last week. Mm. A demo came to Steam Next Fest, and I played a bit of it. Because I was quite interested, actually, because, like, I don't know, the preview footage we've seen, I'm like, I don't really get what this is. Are you the the car? Is it like a fucking CRT skull and bones situation? But you're a car instead of a boat? Like, what the fuck's going on? It was way different than what I thought. You, you're not the car. In the demo, I spent as much time out the car as in it. Mm. But it is all about the car. So you were driving from place to place and then you'd get out and you would have to scavenge. So you'd have to scavenge bits, you'd have to scavenge fuel, you'd have to scavenge all this different stuff and then you'd be trying to like upgrade your car okay. for the journey ahead. And it was cool, but it was very fucking in-depth. Like you had to like. Sounds like Max Payne. Oh, it was it was way more so than that. Do you have honestly. to know about car components? No, I mean, well, so the bit I played, it was like hand holding you, but I would be concerned. I was a little bit concerned when I was like, if they show you this once, and then the next time they're like, oh, you can do that himself. There was a fucking lot. Like, it was, like, 20 minutes worth of getting stuff and putting it together and then taking it to this bench and then over to that bench and then over to this bench to, to replace a door on your car. A fucking passenger side back door as well that nobody could give a fuck about. And, and then you had to, like... I don't know, there was, like, you got a burst tyre, so you had to, like, take the wheel off and then either fix it or find another tyre and stuff like that. I know you do in fucking real life, but... 
you know what I mean? It just seemed like it was very menial task orientated. And I did notice in the menus that there was ways where you could, like, there was accessibility options where you could turn some of this stuff off. But it was literally a case of, like, every time you wanted to get into the car, you had to look at the handle and press the button. They would open the car. Then you had to press the button to sit down in the seat. Then you had to look at the dash and press the button where the key was so that you would turn the key. Then you had to change it from park to drive. Then you could drive. Oh, sounds a bit of depth. Aye. So it was, it did seem like there was bits and pieces of that that you could turn off, which mm. was good if you wanted a more sort of chilled out experience. But yeah, it, it did seem cool though. It was very indie. It was more indie than I thought. The graphics sort of reminded me of like kind of Killer Frequency and other similar games like that. But the story was intriguing. And I think if the story's good, then it will be a really good game. It was hard to tell from, from what I played, but it was certainly intriguing. Another game that was meant to release on February 22nd but has been delayed two weeks until March 4th is the... Thaumaturge, I think it's called. Thaumaturge. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's a, a job type, apparently. Some sort of like olden-timey job type. But the game itself looks pretty cool. Uh, it's just coming to PC at the moment. It's going to come to consoles later. Um, kind of isometric view I really like to look at the world it is turn based combat so I might oh. be a bit cool for it but hopefully I can I can get past that having seen several other games recently and like I say the world looks cool so I'm definitely hoping to check it out it was interesting as well they said so it was supposed to come out on the 20th and they've delayed it two weeks and they were totally up front and just went, ah, there's a lot of games coming out in the next two weeks and we don't want to get lost in the shuffle, so we're coming out on March the 4th. Fair enough. Said the game is ready, but yeah, we're just enough. going to hold it for two weeks. Where, oh. where are these other games that it's competing with? I don't know. I thought that as well. But I thought also, fuck you, <laughs> 2K, WWE something. 2K24, because that's when that comes out and they've obviously identified that as a fucking weak link. <laughs> Okay, we do also have the latest additions coming to PS Plus Extra and PS Plus Premium from the 20th of February, so I'll just shout them out. So PS Plus Extra gives you Need for Speed Unbound, The Outer Worlds Spacer's Choice Edition, Tales of Arise, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Lego Worlds, Lego Jurassic World, Rogue Book, Rogue Lords and Tales of Zestiria. Um, and then if you have PS Plus Premium, you're getting Resistance, Retribution, Jet Model 2, Tales of Symphonia Remastered, and Tales of Vespedia Definitive Edition. Again, it's not a list. Outer Worlds is fucking class. Valhalla, Andy just loves. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, so yeah, it's not a bad list. That new Need for Speed game's not that old. It was alright. That Resistance game, that's a PS <sighs> P game. Yeah, and they've been bringing the odd PSP game over. Okay. We have to add that sure a lot this week, guys. It's a wee bit of a slow week. Mm. Unless, is it not Pacific Drive will be the sort of big one, I would think. What's the next big game at least coming out? Final Fantasy Seven. No, no, one that I'm gonna like. <laughs> one that you're gonna like. Are you interested in WWE Two K Twenty Four? Forty years of WrestleMania. I don't care if Cody Rhodes finishes his story or no. No, but it's the, the story mode is playing through the biggest matches in WrestleMania history. 
minus the characters that they don't like anymore. So, like, so, it, who is, is going to beat The Undertaker's streak now that Brock Lesnar can't be there? <laughs> Just be a created wrestler. And how do they do it? Is, still, is it like a fighting game or is it like a trying to create the best spectacle match? Maybe they changed it to that? Yeah, it's a lot to do with that. And certainly, like, see the, the WrestleMania mode, like the 40 years of WrestleMania. So they what they do is they task you with sort of recreating the match. So you do have a bit of freedom to do stuff, but then at certain points it'll be like, right, to advance the story, now you need to do... Aye, you have to do a fucking... Aye, something through a table or whatever happened in the match. And so you have objectives like that that you have to complete to play through the match, which is quite Mm. cool. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What else? Princess Peach Showtime? No, thanks. What else is there coming up that you'd be interested story. Good story. Ban- I mean, Banishers has just come out. We'll speak about that in a bit, but that's getting really high ratings and it's got a really good, right. good story. Tell me about that then. Sell you. Sell me. Sell me. Before we move on to what we've been playing, though, we need to do our little game. Yes. Well, whose turn is it? It's Craig's turn. Right. So if you haven't been following this, we play a little game every week now. It's called Guess That Game. And the aim of the game, the game is to guess the title of the game based on Metacritic review snippets. Craig, it's your turn. Okay. Have you prepared you a? Have you prepared? I don't think you've yes, yes, I have. Have we got a tune for us? No, but if you want to make one, can I try and come up with one? Uh, What's it called? Guess the game. Yeah. Right, leave it with me. Right. Leave my guitar in front of me. <laughs> thirty seconds. What do you mean thirty seconds? Thirty second tune. Just like something thirty seconds or fifteen. Fifteen, aye. Fucking hell, we don't want a concert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, okay. (laughs) From the adventure-filled gameplay to the pristine presentation, each of games' 20 chapters are polished to perfection and will leave you counting the days until the inevitable sequel. Despite lacking a lengthy campaign, you'll hate to see it come to an end. So that's the first one. 20 chapters. Oh. But I suppose I. <laughs> Do you want to make a guess or do you want me to keep going? Is it that Senua's Blade? No. Do you want to keep going? Yeah. Developer. So I've just replaced the name of the developer with oh. the word developer. Developer uses the PS3 to reinvigorate the adventure gaming experience, combining key elements that every gamer holds dear in a game that looks and feels like a blockbuster film. Oh, is it the first Alan Wake? Nope. Control? That's not as as far. I'll not accept that one just because I... No, I guess, I guess. Disappointed in these. Game... Is one of those rare games that truly defines its respective genre, becoming a benchmark for everyone to follow. If you've been dying for a proper Tomb Raider game and have obviously been left disappointed, you must pick up Game. Uncharted. Uncharted. <laughs> no. Who said it first? <laughs> and what Uncharted? Oh. Who said it first? Because he's both oh, sort of said it at the same time. Replay, I don't know. Oh, yeah. uh, it might be a photo finish. <laughs> what Uncharted are you saying? What one, Uncharted were you one, saying? Three. Right, well, Andy's one. It's the first one. 
But that is what I did say that also initially. No, you said that. <laughs> but yeah, he said three. I don't know. I just guessed it. I just guessed <laughs> <laughs> You lose, Jess. You lose. If you've been paying more attention, it did say counting down the days to an inevitable sequel, which would make you know it was the That's first one. That's why I've said, right. So, I only got one point though. So it's alright. Because I didn't use my third guess. Fucking shit. He's up over three, isn't he? I'm on six. Right, but if we vote to finish it and I. But you still then guessed it wrong. Right. That's only because I was quizzed further on it. <laughs> well, here, to be fair, so if only one of us shouted Uncharted, would you have accepted that? Or would you have still placed this for no, what one? But it needs to be what one, doesn't it? You can't no, just, you can't just say a game that's got five entries. I'm happy with my success. Thank you. And te- te- technically, I've been very nice, but I've got six points because the first week we played, it was a week you were here, and Jess did it, and I got it right first time again. <laughs> but I was just not counting that. But I might, I've got a feeling I might need these points because it's a lot fucking harder than it looks. And I've yeah. been, I have genuinely been lucky twice. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting game, though, because see, I don't know, see, after it, when you look back, you go, of course it was fucking Uncharted. How really? did I not know that? But at the time, no. you just don't think. Chapters through me because I'm like, what Same, can I, I was I, thinking about what the fuck? Yeah. I thought that would have been a giveaway. Well, I was thinking about... Because it made it seem as if it was a short game. And I was like, was it a short game? Yeah. I See, I did think game. that was a bit strange. It is. I mean, don't be wrong. It's maybe 12, 13 hours. but a short I don't game. Know. I, will, so, like, I wouldn't have said so. A solid one. It, four hours is a short game. Aye. Uh, That's not a short game. Fucking okay, hell. Anyway, I want to score both. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> one point. Oh no, puento. Andy, non, nil point. Okay, oh, no. what have we been playing this week, guys? Valhalla. Next. <laughs> so it's not when you tell us. You don't need to talk about it, then you give us a story about something that happened. Next. No, um, no, I'm just enjoying it still. Good. I've been kind of like this week as well, actually. I, I have played a little bit more Persona 3 Reloaded. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still not. I'm not like itching to play more of it. Yeah. So that's I feel like that's telling yeah. me something that I'm just. Ah, this really. Fair fucks for giving it a go though, because it is nerdy as hell. Yeah. I mean, you're very cool to be playing something like that. Yeah. Um. The the combat, I'm not really in. Jo- like I don't get. What is the combat like? Is it turn based? Yeah, but it's shit. Right. <laughs> Turn based as <laughs> shit. Welcome to the fucking program. But I don't, I don't really feel like I'm having to, I don't know, calculate. I'm just going, yeah, just go for that, and I'm winning. Yeah, yeah, so just, like, I'm mm. maybe because I'm playing on super easy. But right, well, that would do it. <laughs> so... You can't put it to super easy and then go. I'm just hitting buttons and it's working. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you can't put it to super easy. But there's no challenge in this. <laughs> 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 This is passion, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know there's a Craig Um But I have invested quite a bit of time this week in Disney Speedstorm, obviously. Because of course. It came out last week. Well, the season six update came out, which is called Under the Sea and is, of course, inspired by Disney's The Little Mermaid. Tinkerbell, no. Uh, so there's a new track that's got these cool underwater elements. There's also new characters, Ariel, Ursa, King Track and Prince Eric. Um, there is still parts of the game that I don't understand and not so much the racing because that's easy but because it is this 
free to play style. There's mm. hunters of shit that I just don't give a shit about. Are you collecting like four different types of currency? Uh-huh. Golden pass rewards, race shards, season coins, tokens. I don't know what any oh of them do. Oh my god, that would just drive me mental. And like, I think quite a lot what? of it you can earn and then use your in gate. Like, you can't, like, so I'm like, I'm not giving it any money, but mm. I think I can use some of this stuff to get better stuff mm-hmm. but I think also there's certain characters or whatever you can't get until you actually give it money which right. I'm obviously not doing yeah. and I'm quite happy with the ones I get given as a, you know what I mean I'm yeah. not like super affiliated to one character that I'm like this is who I need to do every race with so yeah. um, so I just uh, ignore all that shit uh, it's a bit much, and just it? actually race I felt that with that uh, Life of Pi there was a lot of different things Lies of P like Lies of Oh, that's the yeah. film Life of Pi is the film <laughs> sorry, sorry sorry Life of Pi it's too busy trying to win film quizzes Lies of Lies of yeah. there was too many there was like so many different things mm. then like you're like there's that 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 and then there's that then then like halfway through the game it chucks that tree at you yes and you're like what's that for now I know and it's like there's another thing and it's like there seem to be so many different things and I've officially given up on that by I had, couldn't get by a boss. It's just too fucking hard. It, I ended up. I completed the game as we, we spoke about. I but was stuck at the kind of like scrapyard boss. Right, aye, that was tough. There was so many times. Like I think the amount of hours I put in, I just think I grinded enough that I managed to just get through. But, each, lost interest, but see, even after I completed the game. Like I'm convinced I made it harder for myself than it needed to be mm-hmm. because, like you, there was multiple things like that that I was like, I do not fucking understand what this is. Yeah. Like I'd message Punk a few times because he was he'd played through it, and I was like, like, specifically with the tree, I'm like, what what the fuck does this tree do? Like I'm picking fruit off it or whatever, golden fruit. I don't know where to take the fruit. I don't yeah. know what I do with the fruit. I, yeah. I have a fucking clue what's going on. Yeah. Like, and I'm convinced that like. I put myself through way more stress than I needed to because it could probably have been easier. I was probably not utilising stuff that I had. Done much though. I think like you could get it and you could reset some stuff. Yeah, I think there was there was something to do where you could get help in battle. You could like there was cubes. You could like summon help or something. Uh, Fuck! Fuck! There was too much. There was a bit too much shit in it. Aye. So, so much shit, and I still couldn't get. Past the fucking boss. But see, the thing is, I think with a lot of people, so see if you were into Souls games, mm. I think you took to it quite easily because it definitely did. Like, the way it was put to me was like, oh yeah, see that stuff off the tree? That's just the such and such in a Souls game. And so mm. if you were coming from a Souls game, all that stuff sort of made sense. It was just a different name, but it had the same sort of right. use. Yeah. Whereas us not playing that stuff Don't was like, what is going on? Don't I would play that... Uh, Elden Ring though now mm. like, I would give that a go and I don't think I would have before I got, a, I I got really a bit actually, into that about a third in it was yeah, really good I actually really enjoyed Life of Pi I <laughs> 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 really enjoyed it until I get stuck Aye. you know what I mean that's the annoying bit it's like it's there needs to be there's such a fine balance of being challenging and then like too challenging it's just like I just get fed up I literally just get fed up and I was like now I'm not having any fun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now I'm just like, I'm wasting time on this. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm here for an hour, another hour, and the same fucking bit. And uh, I'm just like, I just wanted to pass this. I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. This, I would skip it. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Like, Elden Ring is every bit as hard. 
But see, because it's open world, you can go, right, no, that's really. fucking annoying me now. I'll go and do this. And like, aye. Whereas with Liza P, it was more, there was, it's not as if you could just turn around and go away, but it was more linear. It was like, right, well, if I want to advance, I need to go fucking through here. Yeah, you could go away, but there's not a lot you could really do. Other than just, I just rerun enemies to level up. But you level up so slowly that, aye. That took a while. Life, life a pie, guys. Life's like a pie. Once it's gone, it's gone. Sorry. No, that's okay. I don't really have much else to say on Disney Speedstorm. Although, actually, no, I do. Um, the one thing I've championed about this game in the past is the tunes. I really enjoy yeah, the, the, songs. the music. Because is it's it all like Disney. Disney songs. It's like... Disney songs, but they kind of rave them up a bit. Oh, however, that, however, yeah. they've tried to rave up part of your world and it's just not working out for me. I don't enjoy part it. Oh, is that the... Not one. Yeah. Oh, how, how and it's go? got a beat, and I, I just it doesn't like, work. No. So. Um, who's that again? I'm not gonna sing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to rock out to it, and the cards on the home, Andy. Okay. Uh, Craig, over to you. Um. Played a little bit more like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Like I say, Punk's got a review up on the website. Give it a 9 out of 10. Loved it. I'm loving it. I've been totally bogged down with this fucking Animal Crossing Island, though. Mm. Dundoku Island. And the next time I put it on, I need to just leave the fucking island. Stop weeding. Aye. So the last two times I've put it on, I've put it on with the intention of furthering the story. But then... You, you get up and you well, you have to go all the way to the beach and then you have to ride on a dolphin back to the main island. Oh my god. So back to Honolulu so you can get started. Oh, Hawaii. And As soon as I seen that I'd have pressed the power button. And so on the way there I'm like, oh I could just start mining that fucking tree or I could just start you know, I could just go and catch a few fish and then I end up just stuck again and that's happened the last two times I've put it on. So I need to just beeline it off the island. And continue on because I'm about just over halfway through the story at the moment, but still really enjoying it. Um, I've been playing some Banishers: Ghosts in New Eden. It's really cool. I was expecting it to be good. I loved their last game, Vampire, and this one is like a sort of evolution of the sort of style of game. Um, like with Don't Nod, they always give you lots of choice, uh, and so far, I think it's pretty good. I'm still not far enough in to make a proper, I don't know, a proper judgment on it. Maybe two, two and a half hours in, that's all I've managed to play so far. What I would say is I'm sort of a little bit surprised at how highly rated it is. It's got an, I think it's got an 83 on Open Critic just now, or an 82. That seems a little bit high to me, but I am early on. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it will be dictated by how good the story is, yeah. which by all accounts is really good. But I, I do think it's slightly lacking in terms of the graphics. And the, from what I've seen you play, the, I mean, I have a bit of a pet peeve with lip syncing because I always pick up on it, but it it bothers me. Yeah, um, it, it didn't look it great. takes you experience, doesn't mm. it? At times the lip syncing's decent and at times it's not that great. But the voice acting's really good. The main character's Scottish, got a lot of time for that. Right. Um, Who is it? Do you know somebody? 
I'm not sure. Actually, I don't recognise the voice. Because but... Scotland's quite small. I know. <laughs> Maybe no. Maybe that guy from around the corner. Russ Bain is the guy's name. Oh, uh, Russ, yeah. I couldn't find it. All I could find was banished how whites drove blacks out of town, out of town in America. That's not the right thing. That's not the right thing. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so far seems pretty good. You play uh, as well, you can go between the two characters, but you play as a man and a woman who are both banishers, uh, get rid of ghosts. I don't want to. I don't know. It's hard to speak too much about the story because there is a big plot beat about half an hour in that sort of. I don't know. I don't think it's a spoiler, but I don't necessarily want to spoil anything for anyone jumping in. Do you ever remember a game called Ghost Hunter on PS Two? No. Oh, okay. Is it good? I remember it being one of my favourite games. Just when you said hangman ghost. What's that about? It's kind of like well, it's like a hunt ghost. Yeah, it's like a third person game, but he's not. He's like a cop. But he, he goes into this like abandoned fucking like mental facility, maybe something like that, just for a routine cop thing. Right. Inspection, and all hell starts breaking loose. But I just remember it being fucking like really good. Like back in PS two days, I remember the graphics been amazing. The voice acting was great. It was funny. Yeah. It was like it was the gameplay was amazing. Check that. We'll, we'll look at it later. Yeah, I'm interested to have a look at this. Hope Dwight he would talk about a fucking PS2 game. I do. But that sounds quite interesting. I'll show you later. Well, we're about to go back even further than PS2, Andy, and Craig's next game that he's been playing. I've also sampled this. Yes, the Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. One to Three Remastered Collection of, well, I would argue two classic games and a third one. The third one was good, but it wasn't, I don't know, it was maybe coming slightly long in the tooth with the third one. I don't remember having the same love for three as I, I did for one and two. I don't remember the third one or what the story is, whereas I know the other two, so I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. I, I must have played it, but I don't really remember. So Yeah, I'm the same. Like, I would need a rehash. I can tell you what happens in the first two, mm-hmm. but not in the third. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, loaded this up, and I mean, the first thing I did straight away, obviously, was go to Lara's home obviously. in Tomb Raider 2 and lock the butler in the freezer. Obviously. Because it's just hilarious. Yeah. And the fact that now in the remaster, when you lock him in the freezer and then you reopen it, he's actually like turned into an ice cube. Yeah. It's just fucking great. Um, and you've also got a button that you can just switch between old and new graphics. Yeah. So when you switch to the old graphics, he doesn't, he's not an ice cube, he's just frozen still. Yeah. Uh, it's it's cool. It's cool that you can do that. Just change the graphics on the fly. I like when remasters allow you to do that because it is sometimes nice to just go back for a bit or just to be like, well, they actually have mm-hmm. see the effort they've put into it because it does look a lot better. So far, I'm really enjoying it. It's definitely frustrating though. Mm-hmm. Like you forget how. Does it change the controls or is it still old? Controls? So when you first start, it's the normal old school tank controls. Tank controls you do have the option to go in and change it to modern controls which is more along the lines I remember like Tomb Raider Legend and stuff like that yeah. where it's, it's not like the, the most recent Tomb Raider trilogy uh-huh. but it's the ones oh, in between yeah, yeah. that eye the PS3 games and so that does control much better but there is certain times where it gets in the way like so I haven't played much of Tomb Raider 1 so far I jumped into 2 because that was the one I was wanting to play uh-huh. And there's times where to make a jump, you have to be really precise. So you have to like walk to the edge, 
you do that. Remember, she used to do that where you kind of, eh, when she'd jump back oh, one yeah. one square. Yeah, yeah. And that was just the amount so that if you ran and held jump, she would jump at the last second and then you could grab onto whatever it was at the other side. Right. Well, when you do this now, that throws that out of joint. Uh. Because you can't, the only way you can do that, we jump back is if you pull your gun out. Otherwise, no matter what direction you move, she just runs in that direction. Nice. So with some of the tight platforming, it's actually more difficult with the new controls because the, the game wasn't it? built with the new no, controls in mind. Yeah. So I have found myself a few times switching back because I'm like, I need the old controls to do this. You need the old? <laughs> yep, the old. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because it, Willow on Discord yep. asked, like, did anyone play it on PC? And now I did. I played one and two on PC. So I... I had a half, like, so it was spacebar, control, all, and, you know, I mean, when I played it. So I don't really have that, that. reference. Um, but you still but, were using tank controls. But, yeah, it, it was still, yeah, when I tried to play it, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. It's too hard. They, they weren't easy games. No, true. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I can't even think how many times I've died so far. I'm on the fourth level in Tomb Raider 2 at the moment. And yeah, I mean, you just get mauled. And the shooting, I mean, there's no aim, no. obviously, because when this game came out, there wasn't analogue sticks. No. So the whole thing is just you press, hold L2, she brings her guns out, she might aim at what you're wanting to shoot at, she might not. If she doesn't, you run about like a fucking idiot <laughs> until she does. But, I mean, human enemies, there's like, in the beginning of the second level, there's a guy with a baseball bat, he clips you with that twice, you're fucking dead. Mm. And but it's a, not like you've done the cheats and got all the weapons and all the health packs, no? Oh, well, I did. <laughs> but what I would say is, even that, Jesus Christ. Was be, it L2, like like R1, R2, L2? Uh, was it all no. that? Or how did you actually... <laughs> so what you have to do is, there's two ways. I actually found an easier way. There's two different cheat codes. The first one I was having no joy with. Because what you have to do is step left, step right, step left, step back, step forward spin round three times oh, yeah. and then do a backflip while yeah. spinning in the air. Yeah. Wow. Very hard to pull off. Ah, it sounds it. Yeah. But then there was an easier one where... What did you have to do? You had to light a flare. And I think it was just left, right, left, back, forward, backflip. And that, that did seem to work. Um, but my God, you go through those fucking med kits quick. Mm. Uh, it doesn't seem like it disables trophies. I haven't got to the point where I would have received like a level completion trophy yet to know for sure. Mm-hmm. But I did get a trophy or something else after I'd activated it, so I don't think it does. You jeopardise your trophies? Well, I made a manual save so that if it did jeopardise the trophies, I could go back. Of course. Uh, I just think I was really surprised at that. But see, to be honest... The trophy lists are fucking shambles anyway. Like, it's really difficult. So you can get your honours mm-hmm. on the PlayStation? That's, that's but, my honours I'm getting. But not the PlayStation 5. There isn't a platinum for the PlayStation 5s, remember? Oh. But I'm playing on PlayStation 4, so I can get my honours. You can get your honours. Yep. Got yep. Good. But the problem is, I'm probably not going to get the ultimate honour in each of them because there's fucking time trial stuff. Yeah. And that yeah. stuff can get in the bin. Like, see, I think the first night I put it on... You were laughing at me because there's an assault course in Lara's house that is a fucking midden to get through, by the way. Yeah. And as soon as she falls off any part of it, she just goes, oh, I, should, I should start again. And you're like, shut up, Lara. 
but there's a trophy to complete that full fucking assault course in less than a minute and 30 seconds. But yeah, we did it back then. I don't so know if we did it in less than a minute and 30 I'm seconds. I'm pretty sure I did. I, I remember being right. at that for a long time. Oh, well, you'll be at it for a fucking long time because see when it's that's the only trophy I'm waiting for. I can take it if her voice is more like just that English. I, I need to start again. But the way her voice was in the new ones, it was so exaggerated. It was like, it would be like, ah, I need to start again. <laughs> ah. And it's like, oh my God. I literally like slap your throat. Wow. And it's you went there. Again. These two Homicide. Pe- these two passing rooms have obviously been here for years. <laughs> you went like, oh my god. Well, it's the, old, it's, the, it's the I, old voice. I almost don't want to click on the things to get fucking. You know what I mean? I don't want to click on the bits that interact with stuff because I will have to listen to it. Going like, oh my god, this. This Himalayan bow makes so many exotic sounds. We did get a little write-in from the butler um, who says, do you prefer the triangle boobies, Craig, or the HD boobies? The HD boobies. Mm. I like my boobs in HD. Yeah. I'm I'm an arse man myself. Do you know what was interesting though, and maybe this is just because I've been playing Tomb Raider 2 and not 1, but see when you switch between the old graphics and new graphics, one of the most startling differences is the player model for Lara Croft, Like it's mm. a, that's probably the biggest upgrade, but even in the old one, she's got rounded boobs, well, and I'm like, was it just Tomb Raider 1 she had the triangles? I mean... Um, or, updated it a bit, surely, uh, or was Tomb Raider 2 has it been updated a bit even with the old graphics no I think that was a thing remember they did it was just Tomb Raider 1 she had the, 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 the triangles uh, they right did, they sad so do you think you'll try and complete it or at least Oh, Tomb Raider 2, yeah. I don't know I don't know if I'm going to go through all three of them. I mean, you forget that Tomb Raider 2 is actually quite a long game. And especially if you're shit at it. Well, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think I checked how long to beat and it said it's like a 16-hour game. Oof. I don't remember it being that long, but... It's quite long. So I'll be at it for a while. Especially because I'm playing about five games at once, so... <laughs> at least there are now, like, proper video guides and things. I mean, I know obviously you're using cheats, but I remember way back going through like you know shitty web pages waiting for them to fucking load with Aye. images try to be like oh there's a medipack over here yes. that I can get and you'd yeah. be going through these guides like hey at least you yeah. had the internet I remember playing Broken Sword and having to phone the fucking hotline because <laughs> <laughs> I was stuck and I was phoning the hotline at four o'clock in the morning and you kind of just like it, it was so convoluted it was like you're at chapter nine and it's like Press option two if you're between chapter 10 and chapter 13. And if you're in chapter 10, press... You know, and it's like, you're like, no, and you're like five minutes later, you're still going, beep, beep, beep. And you're like, just tell me where the fucking ring is. I need to find the ring. Yeah. So you at least had internet. Yeah, sure. That's true. It's all worse off. I think as well, you just, you forget, like, games were much more unforgiving back then. Like, I, when I was playing it earlier... There was so I'd started the game at the beginning, and you think in your head, "Oh, this takes quite a while to get difficult." No, it doesn't. But I'd managed to get through the first level and into the second level without dying, which was an accomplishment, by the way, because there's some fucking tight platforming. Got to the second level, and she fucking smacked her head off the ground, and she just goes Neh! like you, you forget as well that back then. That's see now, she goes, she goes, 
Oh, my head. I've <laughs> split it open. Oh. No, she makes a horrible thud of a noise mm. and then she lies with like her legs bent over her head. It's mm. quite a scene. You forget just how gruesome <laughs> it was. Yeah. Then, like, when, see, when she lands, I was like, fucking hell, because you hear the bones crack. You're like, whoa. Punch. But anyway, so it comes up and it puts me back to the start of the game. Not the start of the level, the start of the fucking game. Ooh, I was like, no, is there not at least a save in between levels? No, no there's not. Holy fuck. But after that horrible incident, I then realised what they have put in is a, like a manual save. And it's one of these ones where, you know, you get manual saves and it'll be like, right, if you save when, I don't know, you're halfway hanging off a cliff, then when you load it up, it'll be at the closest point. Yeah. No, this will load you up halfway hanging off the cliff. So it's wherever you stop. Oh. Whatever you save, that's exactly where you load. So what you can do is, if you're like, right, this is a tricky jump, right. you could save right at that jump, and then if you die, you'll load up right at that jump again. Oh. So that's quite cool. Um, so at least there's that, because it is pretty difficult. But yeah, so far I'm enjoying it. So time for this week's news. News, news, I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. So yeah, after lots of rumours and speculation last week of Xbox games coming to PlayStation, they announced there was going to be a special edition of the official Xbox podcast with Phil Spencer, Sarah Bond and Matt Booty to share the vision on game exclusivity and the future of Xbox hardware. We have now watched said podcast and the biggest news was Xbox's confirmation that four games will indeed be going multi-platform. Spencer declined to name the actual games. He just said that the teams are building those games and have announced plans that are not too far away. But The Verge does report that they will be Hi-Fi Rush, which we kind of knew about, Pentiment, Sea of Thieves and Grounded. The update also confirmed that Diablo 4 will be coming to Game Pass on March 28th, with this being only the beginning for Activision Blizzard games on the service. Uh, they also said Game Pass will continue to be available only on Xbox platforms and will have first-party games available day one. And on the console front, they confirmed they're working on a next-gen console and that it will be, quote, the biggest technical leap you will have ever seen, Craig, in a hardware generation. Bold. Very. I think they made a similar claim last time, right enough. Yeah. So yeah, it it was slightly underwhelming, I would say, in terms of the way it was hyped up from all the speculation and rumours. They they could have probably said this in a blog post a little bit sooner instead of just leaving everyone dangling. Yes. The only thing that I could think is that maybe they were still working on the details of it mm. like I do feel like they were blindsided by these rumours coming out Yeah, and so they maybe needed time to get their ducks in a row I would like to think that's the reason because otherwise I mean you've had your hardcore fan base in a complete fucking meltdown returning their consoles in some Aye, cases <laughs> for a week and a half to then announce this yeah a total fucking nothing announcement. Like, it was almost like they were trying to make it as nothing announcement as they could because they know what the fucking games are. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing to be gained by not saying them. They could have just fucking told you what the four games was. Like, 
at least then it would have been more newsworthy. Like I think I think that report's right. Yeah, he did. He was quizzed on whether Starfield and Indiana Jones were one of the first, or you know, were the first in the first four games. But um, he said no. But in the article with the Verge, they obviously did an interview uh-huh. um, with Tom Warren, um, and he he sort of doesn't rule out the possibility for those games arriving in the future he's yeah. a bit wishy-washy with his answer he's um, wishy-washy with every answer yeah <laughs> which is something i've called him out for multiple times he always leaves himself a couple of fire exits and mm-hmm. anything that he says mm-hmm. and yeah also in the, the verge article he sort of goes a bit further with the hardware sort of talk um, and says that He's very proud of the work that the hardware team is doing, um, not only for this year, but in the future. And they're they're saying that they're thinking about creative hardware that sells to gamers because of the unique aspects of the hardware. Um, it's, kind, it's kind of an unleashing of the creative capability of our hardware team that I'm really excited about. Um, obviously, we, corporate speak. Yeah, also we did get the leaks from the FTC documents and stuff like that. Um, and there was like a digital only, a handheld, I think, mm-hmm. was in there as well. So, you know, maybe that is coming... Um, but again, they, they sort of teased um, a June showcase as well. So again, yeah, I think I we'll, get, we'll, we'll, get that. we'll get more updates then. But yeah, yeah. That, that, that was it. Hardware updates at the end of the year as well. So yeah, I think my takeaway just is if they were, I just, I don't think this has been a good PR spell for them. Like if they were... Definitely not bringing the likes of Indiana Jones and the likes of Starfield over. They should have come out and said that. They should have come out and said it earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, which makes me think it's de- it's not definitely off the cards, but it's obviously off the cards for now. Um, I think those are the, I mean, Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment are smaller games. They would be actually pretty good fits for like the likes of the Switch. I'd certainly play. Pentiment again on PlayStation if it came out. But I think the likes of Grounded and Sea of Thieves are a really good fit. Mm-hmm. Like, they're live service games. Yeah, you want them in as many places as possible. I don't think there's many Xbox fans that would be angry at those two titles going to other places as well. It just it just furthers the, the player base. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It'll be interesting. I've not been on Twitter since this has been announced, but I think you'll have a lot of xbox fans that had a meltdown slowly coming back into their shell and uh, and starting to double down you're also going to have a lot of playstation fanboys that were doing a wee wee dance because it was going to be the first year for ages that playstation had a bit of a down year and it was like oh but now we're getting all the xbox games and they'll all now be 100 percent going oh, we didn't want them anyway Mm. Did you know it? Did you know it? (laughs) So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of backtracking from a lot of people online. Um, But to me, just as a gamer, I'm quite happy with the announcement. Like, I want a reason to own all the consoles. I don't want all the Xbox games coming to PlayStation. I want more exclusive, not less. Mm. Like, I I want a reason to own everything. And I'm... I do think live service makes sense to do that, but I, I do think if, like if I was in charge of Xbox, unless they decide to almost dip their toes in towards the Sega sort of area of just being a more of a, of a publisher, then they should keep stuff exclusive. Indiana Jones looks like a system seller. Will it be? I mean, Xbox don't care about selling systems, but it looks like a Game Pass seller. Mm-hmm. That's what I should have said. Like That's what Xbox are in the market of, but 
that game looks really good. Will it be? Hopefully. So, yeah, I think my main takeaway is I can't believe they let folk hang on for a week and a half for this. Mm -hmm. But then, I don't know, I wasn't surprised at the same point. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, next up. Sony will not release any sequels or updates to major existing franchise titles before March 2025. So the quote here is, Regarding first-party software, we aim to continue to focus on producing high-quality works and developing live-service games, but while major projects are currently under development, we do not plan to release any new major existing franchise titles next fiscal year like God of War Ragnarok or Marvel Spider-Man 2. Company's actually predicting a more challenging period for its new gen console as it expects a quote gradual decline of hardware sales in the next financial year, which gets underway from the 1st of April 2024. Um, in regards to first party game development, it went on to say that the studios and the people within them are very highly motivated with great creative minds, but that there's room for improvement when it comes to the business itself. And that's got to do about how to use the money or about the schedule of development or how to fulfil one's accountability towards development, etc. Yeah, so aye, the, what did I say? There was a lot of mis sort of reporting earlier today. Like a lot of people were saying, oh, Sony's got no exclusives coming before, May, before April 2025. But that's not what they said. They said no sequels. Now, don't be wrong. I don't think there's like a massive new AAA game coming that we don't know about. Yeah, but they will like, have they will have some exactly. exclusive games. I think it's just they're just saying like you're not getting a new God of War, you're not getting a new Spider Man. That confirms that uh, Ghost of Tsushima two will not be coming before April twenty twenty five. Which folk thought maybe that would come later this mm -hmm. year, but it's obviously not. But. When, I think we knew Sony were going to have a bit of a quiet year. Yeah. Like they've not announced anything. They've not. They've been very, very quiet. They've got the likes of like Final Fantasy as console exclusive just now, yeah. and so is Stellar Blade, Rise of Ronin. They do have games, but these are third party, like yeah. second party, I suppose, games or timed exclusives. But yeah, I mean, we've like, we've been saying this in the podcast for ages. If if you if you were surprised by this today, then I don't know what to tell you. You've obviously not been people, listening closely enough to. Where some of the headlines were like that? That's what they picked out. Like, there's no made. There's no like. That's just folk trying to get a sensational headline and shit, isn't it? It's clickbait. It is, Which is yeah. sad. I think that's quite sad. Like, don't be wrong, I do consider us relatively savvy in terms of being able to read the gaming market and what's coming. But when we said there wasn't first-party Sony games coming this year, it wasn't exactly a fucking shot in the dark. It, was, it wasn't a difficult fucking proclamation. Mm -hmm. They can't just pull something out their arse. Like... No. They've spent fucking three years make, trying to make mostly live service games that don't seem to be panning out. Like, aye. It's, one of the problems is, and we've said this before, that game AAA game development these days takes fucking ages. Yep. You're talking about six years. Yep. And people need... It moves on a lot aye. that time. And, uh, and gamers' expectations get higher than what they want yeah. from a game, which actually just adds more time onto things. Mm. Like it's, yeah, because they're planning at the start, then two years down the line, it's like, oh, that's been done now. Mm. And you've got to add something else or do something different. And it's like, what do, and then that's how a game gets out of control and then starts to feel a bit like, not as focused because mm. it probably had a goal in mind. And then like, fucking two years down the line, some guy came in and went, you know, you need to have this. 
It needs to be live service. It needs to be multiplayer. It needs to be co-op too. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden they get, they get stretched thin and just trying to add too much shit into it. I think as well, like when Easy we got done. when we got the Xbox Series and the PlayStation Five, we were like, right, so now we're gonna get photorealism. Now we're gonna get like completely lifelike animations, and that's what we've been striving for. But what people don't want to hear is that this stuff takes more time. Yeah, everyone's like, I want used to be making games on PlayStation Five and Xbox Series that we couldn't have got last generation. Right, well that takes a lot of fucking time. Exactly, yeah. and. I, folk don't want to hear this but like Last of Us Part 3 is probably a 2030 game they're still at the design stage just now fuck. if they're still at the design stage and they've got an idea for the story in mind that game is fucking 5 years away it's minimum away. Yeah, it's away. like again Andy you'll be raging GTA 6 I don't think it's coming next year I hope it does I think it'll be 2026 I think they think it'll be 2025 but they're not going to release a game unless it's fucking pristine and I think they'll hold on to it are you how dare you? I just... <sighs> Blasphemy. <laughs> but... So Any time we talk about GTA, we talk about it in positive terms. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of this negative <laughs> Nancy now about fucking 15 years down the line. Sorry, let's go and back and record the releases for next week. Please, let's do that again. <laughs> GTA that, 6. That positive spin on it, folks. <laughs> Um, but yeah it was interesting to hear him saying the likes of they're not happy with the finances so essentially I didn't want to put the whole statement in but what they're saying is that game development's costing too much money and they are selling a lot of copies but they want the margins to be higher and not be spending as much on it now to me and I've said this for a while and I know a lot of people won't agree but to me I think they need to make games shorter to do that like i think that is the way forward i used i've used it before but god of war ragnarok as an example the game's 40 hours long is it now see to me and i I know i know i know i know you're wanting to play it like but and i know this won't be a popular opinion but see if that was me at sony i would have been like cut that fucking game in half release two separate games make it a trilogy a 20-hour God of War game, I would argue, is better than a 40-hour God of War game, but a 20-hour God of War game, at the very least, is acceptable, right? So instead of making this game that length, which to me was too long, I still haven't finished it, and I know a lot of people did, and a lot of people loved it, and a lot of people would want it to be longer. I did not. I'm fucking sick of this, having to stick with games for 50, 60 hours. Make that game 20 hours, release it a year earlier, then this year we could have been getting the other 20 hours, the conclusion of the trilogy. You make it a trilogy, you then can sell that game for £70 twice. You double your profits and you've got a 20-hour game that no one would have fucking complained about. No one would have complained if God of War was 20 hours. I get what you're saying, but... Yeah. To me, that's what they need to do. They need to... There's so many... Sony are far from like the only culprits but there's so many playstation games recently where i'm like didn't need to be that length like spider-man was not that i thought spider-man some folk moaned that it was too short i thought it was a perfect length but you do you do you genuinely think though the length of the game will cut the cost you still need to make all the components yeah but what what i think god of war Mm. as the example right if you make that game if you you could have sold it twice okay yeah and the same amount of people would have bought it. Yeah. 
There is the quality over quantity question, though. Like, uh, but a twenty-hour game is fine to me. Like, you did you play? I'm not sure if you had the PlayStation, but did you play Days Gone? Days Gone. When you were a biker, zombie yes. apocalypse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking enjoyed it. I really liked that game. Yeah, right, it, gets, it got slagged quite a bit. It came out in not a great state. I never had any issues with it, but a lot of people had like bugs and glitches and stuff like that. That game, another example, it's honestly about 40 to 50 hours long and it did not need to be. They spent forever on it. It was like nine years before it came out. Make that game fucking 20 hours. Bring it out three years earlier and we could have been on the cusp of a fucking Days Gone 2. But because one, because they held on to it, they held on to it, and then when it came out, there was dated features in it. There was some stuff like there was a bit of weirdness where you'd have like a one minute loading cutscene for a, a, sorry, a one minute loading screen for a ten second cutscene, then a minute loading screen to come back out of the cutscene. It was there was oddness in it, mm. and that was because it was a game that was started so long ago. Right. But get that out the door sooner, yeah. and then maybe you could have made a sequel <clears throat> instead of it getting banned, like. I don't know, there's so many PlayStation games recently that I think have just been like 20-30% longer than they needed to be. And that adds to the development time. And I think it's... I get what, what they're doing. I think they're trying to justify purchases. I think a lot of gamers are like, well, if you're going to charge me £70, £70 it needs to be worth it. worth it. But, but money's worth isn't always time. Exactly. I think... I don't know. To me, that play, you can play a game like Days Gone and not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And why I play it because you've spent seventy quid on it and just go, I'm just going to play this because I've fucking spent so much money on it. It depends on the type you know of I mean? game, obviously, as well. That's yeah. only applicable in certain genres, I would say. But yeah, you could you could play a like a lesser like time game, but like, just fucking like Jusol. We loved that mm. Jusol. <laughs> we loved that. Yeah. But it was fucking short as fuck, really, mm. compared to other games. We really, really enjoyed that. So I would have got like, and I wouldn't have paid seventy quid for it. But you know what I mean. But if you bought that, you would have thought like you get your money's worth it because you enjoyed the experience of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I, I think that's what they need to do. They just, they seem to be. They just, I don't know. They're they're taking too long with development. But then when these games come out, I think sometimes they're longer than they need to be. And I do think you can get away with making them shorter as long as the quality is high. Yeah. Like, there's no Uncharted game that's longer than 15 hours. Nobody fucking complained when they were full price. Mm-hmm. Like, even Uncharted 4, which I would claim is, I, w- I would say is slightly longer than it needed to be, is less than half the length of the latest God of War. Yeah. So why not just make that a trilogy? You could literally the same people would have bought that twice. You could have doubled your profits. I'm not saying make the whole game and then cut it in half and go here's half of it and yeah. here's the other half. I'm saying halfway through or three quarters of the way through development, you release the first half and then you keep going. But I don't think it always works like that. I but think I think you, I think if you structure it that way from yeah. the get go, you can. I don't think late on in development you can just go right, just put a cut there and uh, we'll send that out and we'll put a to be continued thing up at the end. You can't do that. But you could have restructured the story so that it had a fucking cliffhanger ending at 20 hours and then released a third game. And it would have been better as a trilogy anyway. But I don't I don't think that's how the game like development works. It's not like you start at the beginning of the story, you make your way to the end. There's so many components that all have to be made and then they bring it together. Mm-hmm. But so- what I'm saying is, like, 
essentially what they made they could have made that into two games in which yes. case you would have sold it twice yes but the development, doubled. the development cycle would still be the same it would be but you'd get two games out of it yeah okay right and you would, but, what, but what, what they're talking about is that they need to be making more money at these yeah. games so anyone that bought God of War whatever say what was called Ragnarok would have been ready this year to buy God of War 3 mm. and so you'd have made twice as much money okay Basically, Sony need to milk people for more money. They're not milking people for enough money. Get the others out. Yeah, Craig wants to be milked. Moving on, speaking in a Q&A session discussing Ubisoft's Q3 2024 fiscal year earnings, Ubisoft co-founder and CEO Yves Gilmott was asked about Quest 3, Apple Vision Pro and whether Ubisoft plans to develop further VR software. Gilmott highlighted his disappointment with Assassin's Creed Nexus sales, confirming the publisher isn't willing to make any big investments until VR, quote, grows enough. Um, he says, we've been hit. We've been a bit disappointed by what we were able to achieve on VR with Assassin's Creed. It did okay and it continues to sell, but we thought it would sell more. So we're not increasing our investment on VR at the moment because it needs to take off. We have been very impressed by what Apple came up with and we think it's fantastic hardware, but we continue to look at this VR business as something that we have to look at, but not invest too much in until it grows enough. It's a bit disappointing to hear them say that, but it's not massively surprising. Mm. Like, VR is niche. I love VR, but it is niche. And I think they obviously got money and a deal to do so, but Ubisoft have to realise that they cut a deal to release an Assassin's Creed game just on the quest. Mm. Now, I'm not saying there's not Assassin's Creed fans that have a quest. I'm an Assassin's Creed fan. I have a quest, and I played Assassin's Creed Nexus, but if it was me, I'm not saying the install base is massive on PSVR 2, but if I was releasing an Assassin's Creed VR game, I would be like, right, where do most people play Assassin's Creed PlayStation? Right, well, I want my Assassin's Creed VR game on the fucking headset that PlayStation owners own, because I think it would sell more copies. Mm. And I think it will come to PSVR at some point. There must be some exclusivity deal or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, in hindsight, you would have wanted that on PSVR 2 straight away. It's a good game as well. I enjoyed it. I mean, they're saying, like, they're not willing to make big investments until VR grows enough. But, like... It's like the chicken and the egg, isn't it? That's the same mindset, I would think, for the consumers. They're not willing to make the investment in a VR headset until the games are there. So, like... Yeah, but I get fucking dizzy after fifteen minutes. I, I I do really like it, but I I just I think what you said is exactly right, Jess. Like it's it's difficult because developers don't want to put enough resources behind it because they don't think they'll see the returns. Yeah. But gamers aren't willing to invest in the hardware because they don't think they'll see the returns in terms of good games, yeah. and it's a total vi- it's a total vicious cycle. And I know I've said this loads of times and I'll say it till I'm blue in the fucking face, but the answer is to add VR modes to existing games. If you've got a first-person game, make a VR mode for it and then it can be played normally and you'll get all the sales you would normally get, but you can also sell it to VR. Because the customer base is big fat virgins eating Doritos, drinking, sorry, Pepsi Max, 
all day long. It feels personal. They don't want to be jumping about and standing up and playing something in VR and having to move about. They want to sit in their big gaming chair. You can still do that. You can sit and get. You can sit in no, VR. You've, you've got to get up and do stuff. <laughs> I think you were VRing wrong. I think that's what happened. <laughs> I think you'd have sore head because you were doing fucking roly polies and stuff. I'm walking into walls. <laughs> Seriously, you can play something. Aye. I take that back, virgins. Sorry. <laughs> but no, I, I just I think that's they low do investment. Eat a lot of Doritos, though. They do eat a lot of Doritos. You're very right. Aye. Um, but I, I just think low investment. Like that's that's a way you can do this cheap, and you can have cool ways to play existing games and maybe get people on board. But nobody will fucking listen. Nobody listens to Craig. He's got all these great ideas, doesn't he, Jess? Nobody listens to him. Cream eggs and coffees. He tried to go to Costa with that. They they laughed him out the door. Aye, and then look what fucking Domino's did. They obviously had a fucking spotter (laughs) in the building, didn't they? And they were like, fucking cream egg, noted that. (laughs) And then within a fucking year, all of a sudden, it's their big campaign. (laughs) And who's got left out to dry? Who's got none of the proceeds? This guy. None of it. Fucking shambles. But you're going to treat us to cream egg cookies next week? Next week, yes. Right, cool. You didn't yeah. come up with the hot yum yums though, did you? Oh, speaking of Greg's. Oh! It's I've time. Heard it. Yeah, so. Do you have them in Scotland? TBD. TBD. <laughs> Find out tomorrow morning. Yeah, okay, so. I was too sore to leave the house today. <laughs> so, normally at the end of the episode, we rate and review a gaming movie or just a movie that we've chosen but this week we went a bit rogue and we have a documentary to discuss and um, it was called greg greg's what's really in it so it's craig, close to craig's heart craig has a bit of a relationship with greg so when we saw this documentary on netflix we thought we need to watch this no 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 yeah. what you thought was here's a documentary that is going to out greg's for being an utter shithole and is going to put the shits up craig and let's watch it because it'll be funny. That's what you thought. No, well, we're doing it for you because you're such a fan. You eat more Greggs than I do. I don't. I don't. Uh, right? But then what we didn't realise was it was a puff piece. Yeah. So Pun intended. The documentary was called Greggs What's Really In It and the synopsis reads, From a yeah. secret lab to hidden codes, this special reveals the inner workings of Greggs, the iconic bakery chain known for its delectable sausage rolls. Now you're you're right. It was very much a clickbaity, clickbaity. Yeah, well, if they're not going to let her into the fucking top secret factory yeah. and not want it to be a fucking good, have the sign off. Probably, of, yep, we're happy with that. Yeah, you know I think I mean? the, the assumption for me was like there's been historically some big food documentaries, Super Size Me, King Corn, Food Inc, that have all been quite controversial and have yeah. opened up people's eyes to some of the things that go on in the food industry. And the way this was titled and I suppose some yeah. of the um, advertisements for it, we thought this was going to be a bit more, oh shit, this is what's in your sausage roll. I had my reservations when there was when we searched Netflix and there was two yeah. Greg's documentaries, watch... which made me think that Greg's have a deal with Netflix. Did you watch the other one? No. Not yet, no. It's essentially the same thing. Is See, it? It's her again. Oh my God. Not and her some again. Of the, some of the stuff you used again. Uh, in the, in really? Yeah. Did you watch both? I, was, I watched, chucked it on because it was only 45 minutes. Yeah. I, went, I'll just I need more of this. On. I need, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not all Greg's do yet. I could take more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I put the other one on. And it was like, 
I was confused at first because I was like, this is the same scene. I, I, she's been into that bit before. And I was like, no, I'm definitely watching the other one. It was very weird. So yeah, let, let's just kick things off then in our little review of this documentary with the presenter, Grace Dent. What oh did we God, think of her? Fucking Grace a disgrace Dent. of a human. <laughs> she's a nuisance. There's no way she's a fucking food critic. Well, just she... the way she fucking meanders about. Aye. Very, very pretentiously walking shoulders. In, very pretentiously walking into the Greys going, mm, I might do a wee shift, could I do a shift? Oh. <laughs> and then she comes out the toilet or dressing a Greg's as if it's a fucking fashion show. There's yeah. people working, this is their fucking lives. Mm-hmm. And, and you're treating it like a fucking... wage and you're just... I mean, you're treating it like a fucking event. Like a wee, oh, we do this every year, we come here and make fun of the Greg's She's behind the counter going, I'm shaking, I'm so excited. Ah, fuck like, off. Oh, fuck's sake, I called now in sick. Now enjoy that sausage roll because that's the first one I've ever made. Get the fuck. Get us the fuck. Yeah, so I did a bit of digging on her. So she is um, apparently a British columnist, broadcaster, and author. She is a restaurant critic for The Guardian. Oh, you usually quite like The Guardian as well. From 2011 to 2017, she wrote a restaurant column for the, uh, for the Evening Standard. Apparently, she regularly um. appears on MasterChef UK, which I don't watch. No. Um, she's been on a few other TV things. She's written 11 novels for teenagers. And her first non-fiction title... Is she title, a fucking sex pest? Her first non-fiction title is called How to Leave Twitter, which came out in 2011. Is it because she was asked to leave? I, I mean... <laughs> in 2011? She didn't have a choice. She was fucking bitted out for her broad shoulders. Was it bad in 2011? It feels like it wasn't as bad as it is now. I feel like Twitter's upped its game since then. Like, fucking right. So, yeah. so she was a absolute cretin... I she could was. not listen to her. She was really irritating. The way she went on, she was very irritating. Uh, very irritating. I just, I think, do you not find it? So I'm surprised to hear that she is a, a food critic because I, like, I know you all think I fucking love Greg's, right? You do. I enjoy their coffees. You've got I, all the April and everything. I enjoy their cakes. It's in the drawer. I would <laughs> maybe three or four Trackies. times a year have a pasty. He's got the salt, a pasty? Really. A pastry, sorry. Like, I just, I, I don't, like, see how people love the sausage rolls. I just, I think it's from our time working in a bakery. I can't fucking eat them. No, I can't eat a sausage roll. I'll be honest, I cannot eat a sausage roll. I just think the meat in it. Yeah. Aye, I'll have the odd sausage bean and cheese melt, but I just, I don't like their pastries. I'll be honest with you, I will have a scotch pie, because there's something about the shell of a scotch, Greg's scotch pie. Oh, I can't eat I it, I can't like eat it. It's just the shell is the best shell you can get. The meat's it. not bad, and a, but it just be. I mean, it, it just shows you how mass produced it all is. Mm-hmm. And get, there's so much fucking detail in the sausage roll where they go to like ninety one. Was it ninety one layers? Yeah, I'm no, pretty sure it was ninety one layers. He yeah, said something like that. Ninety one layers of butter, pastry butter, pastry but like again and again and again. Or to this like fucking magical calculation. So when it all aerates, it's like it's like. It fucking balloons up and there's like bubbles or air pockets in it with butter and it's like fucking hell man and it's not treated with butter on top or anything like that it's just all done with magical chemicals and in the in the heat which process is, I just can't really not good for you then you know what I mean this is not how we should be making our food it's I just can't I mean granted right now I'm not hungry I had a big dinner but I just I, if you put a Greg sausage roll in front of me well, then what, I, I would what, fucking go to, kick what, up and down what's the street what's your favourite thing in Greg's a coffee no 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 I'm talking let's go through them right so your favourite beverage is a coffee 
Yes. Your favourite savoury item? It used to be the custard donut. You know the that's savory. you know the one Is that that's not sweet. That's sweet. It's a sweet mate. What are you talking about? A savoury item. Um, so like the pies and the, aye, yeah, the um The only thing I would really eat is a sausage bean and cheese melt. I would not touch the steak bake with a fucking no. pole. Even less likely to touch the chicken bake. I don't eat pies. I'll no. have a sausage roll occasionally, but even the last couple of times I've had one, I've ended up like breaking it open and chucking the sausage out it and eating the pas- eating the pastry. And I think, see back when we worked at the bakery, I don't know if you remember, but I, we used to cut them open. I mean, you wouldn't have. But we used to cut them open, take the sausage out, and put cheese in it, and then thing went again. So it was like a, a cheese, so it was like a cheese pastry, and that was really nice. But I mean, the bakery we bacon worked in, you bacon it, I bacon as well. But the one, <laughs> the one that we worked in, you would not touch the meat. Uh, go and buy the ones that are cold. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the fucking meat. Put bacon in it. Yep. Bang your uncle. I mean, they do have. They, they sell. They're going to steal this again. They stole your fucking cream egg thing. They're going to steal this half as well. They they do sell a bacon sort of thing, but it's always half fat, half bacon. I so you, see, when you buy bacon in a shop, like the bacon rolls are all right. That's what I I get a bacon roll in Greg's. If I don't like, I'll okay. on, But if I can't get more, I'll go to Greg's and buy a bacon roll. Bacon's all right, but whenever you buy like a sandwich it's got bacon in it it's always the worst quality Aye. bacon and it's that like the fat is like so white looking yeah it's disgusting well that's what it? this is like you've had them before haven't you yeah what are they called bacon oh no the cheese bacon no I wouldn't have no, so you you would go for a what was it cheese the bean sausage bean and cheese melt if I had to but I generally cream for your favourite sweet between that and the yum yums Yum yums will be you, Jess. Probably yum yums these days. So yeah. they, they used to do a chicken and mango bloomer, so it was like a sandwich, and it was really, Ooh. really good, but it got discontinued years ago now. Um, I enjoyed so Their Mexican chicken oven bites are all right. Yeah. Quite hot. I can't eat it. Too hot for me. Uh, I, I don't mind that, or a chicken club oval bites. Quite good as well. Um, I don't mind a chicken bake as well. I would go for that. I can't. I just don't trust their um. chicken. Um, and a yum yum it's got to be yum yum yeah. so what right so I would cup of tea scotch pie and a yum yum probably yeah so they they divulged on this documentary that they're now adding a new item to the menu mm. which we don't know if it's out yet or not but it's like basically just your standard yum yum but they've heated it up and accompanied it with either a salted caramel which obviously isn't seasonal Craig uh, or chocolate. I'll be off and with them about that. And I was like, ooh. That was good, didn't it? It seems naughty. But there was a, there was one, I've told, I'm sure I've brought this up before, but there was a, I forget what it was called, but it was like a type of sweet, and it was that type of yum yum type of pastry. Mm-hmm. But it was like a donut sized thing, but okay. not with a hole in it, like a big full donut. An unfucked donut. But yum yum style. And it had, <laughs> it had caramel in it. It was right. fucking amazing. From Greg's? Yeah, it was from Greg's for a little short time. But this mm. is what they do. They, like, they'll bring stuff out. and like, well, Because the, there's regional the, stuff as well, the isn't The CEO there? did say that. You know, they've got a... She's Scottish, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Um, they've got to have... Do you know a, 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 no, <laughs> 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 They've 
got they've got to sell the stuff in quantities before you know yeah. to keep it on the menu. And that vegan sausage roll that happened with that, so that's now a staple. Partly that took off more than they thought it was going. To. It was only supposed to be so long. Yeah. But that, there were some fun facts that we learned. It has to be said, one million Scottish, uh, one million sausage rolls a day, pretty much they do. So was it four a second or something? Some ridiculous stat. Some yeah. mental. That is a mental amount of food they're making. <sighs> and money, therefore. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I don't get it. I really don't. And I just, like we say, like I can't remember. It's cheaper because, like they were talking about, it's affordable food. It's cheap and convenient for. It is it's so affordable. It's like half half decent food. It's not minging. It's, it's not. not it's not minging, but like I don't know. I just. I mean, you're probably surprised to hear this coming from me, but like I was disappointed with that documentary. It was such an unashamed puff piece. Like I just. That's what I was saying. Like, is that woman actually a food critic? Turns out she is. Because I'm like the whole time I was watching this, I was like are you fuck a food critic? Because there's no way that you are a genuine food critic and you're sitting here having a fucking orgasm over a sausage roll. No, but you know what it's not? I don't believe though. Like, so believe that she's a food critic. Don't believe, because at the start she said, because she seems too upper class to be fucking dealing with Greg's and she was kidding on that she was like, but Anna, I go to all these fancy restaurants and you know what I crave? At Greg's. And I'm like, you fucking lying bitch. You're of course lying fucking bitch. Lying. Get the fuck in the cave and you're going to fucking fine dining cuisine. Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. You're, you're, Gordon Ramsay puts a fucking beef wellin in front of you and you're going, hmm, it's not such a roll, is it, Gordon? You know what I mean? Get the fuck. I know. I know. It bullshit. Just, aye. Total fucking bullshit. Like, bullshit. I can't, you could look it up right now, but see, we talked about this on Discord before. But see the like how they do like a roll and link sausage. Mm-hmm. The link sausage that they use is like something like twenty eight percent meat. See that that worries it's, me. It's yeah. horrendous. That's it's really fucking bad. horrendous. I've had their link sausage rolls and sorry, link they're rolls horrible. and sausage. I don't like them. I don't mind them. They're actually all right. But like, it's not fucking proper meat. I would rather have a squared sausage roll. Aye, right, so would I usually as well, but they don't do that. That's the kind of shit I was expecting from this documentary. But I was expecting not. to find not all. They, they do they sometimes, do but then not all they're the time. Long. I was expecting to find that kind of information out from Greg's. But you're, aye, they've obviously. Yeah, you were, but that's you were the thing. Like, it's obviously oh, there's only so much meat in this. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. I mean, at least with bacon, you know, it's fucking bacon. Yeah. You know aye. what I mean? But I, I'd, I'd heard loads of these stats, and so I, like, like yous, I was waiting for this, yeah. and it was a total don't we fucking try and find advertisement. Another one, like an independent one, because I quite enjoyed watching the documentary. Actually, I would watch more documentaries. I think it would be a fun bit. Yeah, I just, I, I want something that's going to tell me the truth and that just that was literally just a fucking 45 minute Greg's advert we just want to know the truth you'll never guess what happened Greg's got in touch and they've invited me to their oh, headquarters so I didn't tell them they anything had, about what I was the, doing we were investigating them and they said come along to our secret headquarters and find out all the information I know like a fucking <laughs> invite to the Wonka's <laughs> chocolate factory come on into the secret <laughs> fucking lab this is where we make everything here's all the secret Secrets, oh Grace, we love you. Bum, 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 bum. I've got oh, a golden God. ticket. Fuck off. Oh, I get something on my chin, my chin <laughs> that fucking rolls halfway down the fucking land. I can't believe somebody came all over her. Fucking roll a penny down that chin, man. Jesus Christ. I've got something on my chin. Aye, another fucking chin. <laughs> 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 
It's a shame, but she was a monstrosity. It's a fucking nuisance, Should we just find more documentaries that are hosted by uh, her? Okay, let's find more. She must watch... have mourned her repertoire. I want to watch another documentary, actually. No, I know we're going to have no date for next week because we're prepared, but I would like to know if folk would like us to watch other documentaries ha- there is a few gaming ones actually well there's gaming ones but there's because we like our food oh I've been to a food one as well aye um, okay I want the truth but mm. not her fucking well, getting well, paid we'll getting look. pocketed we'll by Greg's an independent made Greg's documentary for okay. you right okay because we know you love Greg's we I bet they don't get fucking invited to HQ get the fucking bed linen and everything up there oh aye Greg's bed linen <laughs> So how do we rate this one? Do we just go for our usual Scotch pies <laughs> with the Italian? If, if, if ever so something <laughs> was going to get rated in the Scotch pies, it was going to be this one. It so happens to be appropriate. I'm going to go for one because it, just, it was just a fluff piece. Yeah. Yeah, one for me. Mm-hmm. I just Between her and, I don't know, I just think, see, and there must be like a sort of inner circle of food critics mm-hmm. that must have been watching this going, what, what a doing? fucking dick. What are you doing? What are I? Because, so I mean, there's no way. You know what I mean? There's folk that would have went and done a fucking documentary on, as you say, Gordon Ramsay and wouldn't have been fucking tickling their balls as much as she was no. over a fucking sausage roll that's got about 4% meat. Probably does. Yeah, probably yeah. Oh, last thing as well. When she got those two chefs to make sausage rolls, yeah, was it sausage? Yeah, no, chicken, stick, stick chicken bakes. bakes yeah. And then basically told the two of them that they weren't as good as Greg's. How they didn't fucking deck her. Mm. Been like, are you fucking. <laughs> I mean, one of the guys. I'm a fucking, fucking professional here. One of the guys <laughs> fucking sous vide the meat. You yeah. know what I mean? We date in the war. Aye. And I'm like, this is the poshest fucking. Yeah. Like, Greg's not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and just get the cheek to go, that's nice. I, I guarantee you both of them were substantially better <laughs> than Greg's. But this fucking. too much chicken in it. Aye, this oh, fucking oh. idiot. Yeah. Oh. Doesn't taste processed enough. Right, what are we watching next week then? Well, we had hoped it would be Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey too, but we are unable to confirm no, the existence of a delivery schedule yet. Ah, it doesn't look as if it's there. And so, for next week, we'll go with Crank, which was requested by someone on Discord. I'm not sure who. Right. So we'll go with Crank. Okay. So Watch it, get your thoughts in, and we will discuss next week. If you do want to be involved in next week's episode, then head to the link in the description where you can complete our feedback form. And if you don't already, please give us a little follow on our social channels. All the links can be found in the episode description, and we also have separate podcasts that focus on both PlayStation and Xbox, so make sure you check them out as well as our weekly ones. Uh, And maybe give us suggestions if they would like us to watch documentaries yes. what ones hit us with your documentaries if that's a thing people would even want could we have some fun with that we could just let us know and that cool. is us for this week we shall catch you again at the usual time let's go to our beds folks huh? yes, but-